Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. to win last night over the Miami Marlins. They'll play game two of the three-game series tonight at the ballpark by Claiborne. will be part of the broadcast. He was doing the play-by-play last night on KMOX. It was, it's always great to hear Michael involved with uh, Cardinal Baseball, and it's always great to have Michael with our show here on 101 ESPN. And he's on the Brown and Crouppen Celebrity Line. And, Mike, everybody in St. Louis thought about you yesterday on Flag Day. <laughs> Well, good morning. Uh, I'll tell you what was funny about that. I'm talking to John Mozalak yesterday, and he says, yeah, my wife reminded me today is Flag Day. So when you can get to the first layer of the Mozalak family, then, you, you know, you're in tall cotton as far as I'm concerned. But, you know, it, it, it kind of started a few years ago. Um, and, and for people who don't know what Flag Day means, you know, the first two and a half months is what I call an evaluation period for your baseball team. And by now, you know what you have and you know what you need uh, because you've experienced injuries, bad weather, hot streaks, cold streaks, people who have surprised you and how well they played, people who have disappointed you and how poorly they played. So you've got a real feel for what your ball club looks like and you know what you're going to need in order to improve it. And you have time to fix it in order to compete because the Cardinals have been in situations like this before and have gone on to have a successful post-Flag Day record. So um, plenty of time to get it done, but now we know we can zero in on certain players and uh, see what happens. All right, Claves, well, I want your Flag Day evaluation for the Cardinals. What do the Cardinals have and what do they need? Well, they have some skill. They have some talent. Obviously, on the corners with Goldschmidt and Arenado has been everything we'd ever hoped for. Uh, we have youth. Uh, we watch Dylan Carlson every night, and, you know, he, he's still growing into being an everyday big leaguer. Uh, I think the emergence of Tyler O'Neill has been a pleasant surprise, to say the least. And I think Tommy Edmond has almost made us forget about how good Colton Wall was in the leadoff spot and certainly playing second base. You know, Tommy Edmond can play everywhere, it seems like. So those are the pluses, and, you know, you, you can't go any further without talking about Yachty. How about last night? <laughs> and what he was able to do and being a difference maker in the game. So you you got those things in place. Here are your concerns. Pitching, you don't have enough of it. Uh, I think Oviedo is going to be a very, very good pitcher in this game, but he's learning how to pitch at the big league level. Because you don't have enough, he probably would be in Memphis trying to hone his skill a little bit more, but you don't have enough. So you gotta you got to find a way to shore that gap. And I'm not talking about getting somebody else's fifth starter. I'm talking about getting somebody who's a middle rotation guy, who's got some experience, who can get some things done. Uh, you probably want to push your bullpen back a little bit, you know, and, and really kind of find some guys who can give you length. And I think one of the other concerns is you've you got to find somebody who can swing the bat from the left side with some consistency. Uh, Cardinals have held on to Matt Carpenter, and he's shown some flashes here recently. You don't want to overlook that. But, you know, other than Matt Carpenter and Justin Williams, who's trying to rehab and get back from the minors uh, after being on the injured list, you don't have anything else. There's nobody in the organization that's ready, big league ready. Now, I know everybody thinks about Nolan Gorman, 
But Nolan Gorman's not ready to face big league pitching at this stage of his young career. So those are some of the, the observations. Those are some of the, the compliments, and there are some of the needs that this team is going to need if they plan on playing deep in October. And I say deep in October. You know, one and done, we, we've all been there, done that. I think we know we can be a better team than what we were. And, Klaibs, if you get to September – and you're playing the Cubs or the Brewers in September. And, for example, you're going up against uh, Brandon Woodruff. You want to have a front-of-the-rotation guy. And uh, as great as Adam Wainwright has been, Jack Flaherty is a number one. You, against Burns and Woodruff, you want to have Flaherty and Wainwright. You, even if you get a middle-of-the-rotation guy, if you get a Kyle Gibson, you have to have a healthy Flaherty if your team's going to succeed. Yeah, there's, there's no question, Randy. And, and I, I think also you really have to up that notch and have a 1A because you want to go into a series with Milwaukee facing two of your best guys, especially on the road. I think we know Wayno is as good as there is in baseball at home. Mm-hmm. Road trips, a little different. So you, you've got to make sure you've got a, a rotation that's spread out enough where you're not crossing your fingers when you go into Milwaukee or Wrigley Field and just hoping for the best. Because if you think back, when the season started, we thought Wayno was a fourth guy in the rotation. Now he's your 1A, and now he's basically your 1. And so when you have to have him move up that far, then you've got some other issues of concern that I think you have to address. Clibs, I keep thinking to myself when I watch Adam Wainwright and Yadier Molina go out and have games like they have last night, where would this team be without them? It's hard to believe that we were having discussions for months that they might not even be with the Cardinals. But then I spin it forward and I think about the future. And I know I'm getting a little bit ahead of myself, but I just wonder what the complexity of the Cardinals would look like if they didn't have an Adam Wainwright or Yadier Molina next season. That's a great question. Uh, and I, I think, Michelle, you can extend that to what is your pitching rotation going to look like next year. I mean, you got an option on Carlos. Uh, KK's uh, unrestricted. Uh, we don't know about Miles Michaelis. I mean, I, I have no idea what his future looks like. And then you have Wayno. Uh You're going to have Dakota Hudson back, but he's coming off of Tommy John, so we don't know how that's going to look. So I, I think there's a whole bunch of questions between now and certainly spring training of next year that have to be answered this year because I don't think you want to go into the offseason with so many question marks over your head. Do you want Alex Reyes to start in 2022? Ooh, I I really think it depends on how much more protection you have in your bullpen. I I think it really depends on what we see out of Jordan Hicks this year, Mm -hmm. if we see him. Uh, and, and I really think you need to have, you know, the way we use bullpens now, you don't have specialists anymore. You have to have a guy that can give you at least two innings at least twice a week, if not three. And so in that situation, you've got Gallegos, you've got Cabrera. Those two guys have certainly stepped up. I think Ryan Helsley is still more of a thrower than he is a pitcher, but he's starting to make progress, which means you're going to still have to go out and look for someone and I don't think it can be any kids. I think you have to find one more veteran who understands how that role works. So, you know, there, again, a whole lot of question marks and a whole lot of things that are going to have to be addressed uh, with this team because they, they have some work to do. Hey, Klaibs, this is how times have changed. And I, I know it's a different game, but I always like to reflect on this. You talk about getting two-inning pitchers. On this week in 1982, 
June 14th, Bruce Suter, two innings. June 15th, two innings. June 18th, an inning and a third. June 20th, an inning and a third. June 21st, two innings. And June 26th, an inning. Hey, your closer went two innings on a regular basis when Bruce Suter was your closer. Well, you know what that says, Randy? That today's generation missed some hell of a baseball games in that era. Uh, and, and, you know, we, we're kind of going back to it a little bit where, you know, I think games can be decided in the seventh and eighth innings more than the ninth. And you remember we used to have the Fireman Award, you know, Albert Bosky yep. a couple of times, where you came in the game earlier than the ninth inning. You know, we got so consumed with, well, he's got to start off the ninth clean. He's got to start the inning. You know, you had closers that, that were insisted that's how they'd have to enter games. Well, in that era, you know, you hey, listen, we have a runners at first and third with one out and we're in the eighth inning or we're in the seventh inning, we need our best pitcher to come in and put this fire out. We're starting to see that more, and I think in Reyes's case, he, he's shown that ability to stretch out. Uh, I know he wants to start, but he's having a whole lot of fun doing what he's doing now. Let me just give you one more. You remember the Sandberg game, of course, in 1984. Suter threw three and a third and faced 15 hitters. <laughs> You're closer. <laughs> <laughs> we we have long relief guys that couldn't get that done. I mean, you know, it's it's amazing. And, and we're not talking about guys who were throwing 100 miles an hour. No. Bruce Suter had a nice fastball and a very good splitter that guys didn't know how to handle. Uh, and, and I just think that – I asked Mike Schilt this question the other day. Do you think the pendulum will swing back to pitchers who don't necessarily have this incredible velocity – but maybe has better control and maybe has a little bit more durability where they're not having a max effort pitch every time they wind up. Clay, he thinks it's going to take some time, but I think that's where we're going to have to go in order to, in order to survive. Yeah. Sorry about that, Claves. I always love to ask you about things that are going on in baseball, the, the topic of the times. And right now it's foreign substances uh. on the baseball. <laughs> well, Major League Baseball is expected to announce today that it's going to suspend players caught with any foreign substances for 10, day, 10 days with pay. Just what's your reaction to that? Do you think that that's going to be an effective strategy for Major League Baseball to help curtail this? Well, think about this, Michelle. If you if you're not nice on the job and you know you spill coffee on Randy's laptop or something, <laughs> and they give you ten days off and they say, "Oh, Michelle, it's okay. Take the time off. We're going to still pay you." So book that trip to Cancun. Book that trip to the Bahamas. It's okay. You can come back. You know, I, I appreciate what they're trying to do, but I think the punishment. What what is the punishment? You sit in the dugout or you sit at home and you take your family to the water world because you're still going to get a paycheck. So how is this trying to enforce the rules? You And I know that they're saying, well, the players, you know, kind of stood up for this and the owners don't want more consternation as they go into a CBA negotiate. Hell, they don't like each other anyway. So what difference does it make? This, If you want to clean up the game, you have to create some legitimate discipline. I think this is kind of a joke where it'll be the wink, wink, nudge, nudge, and, and watch how many teams start to play with their roster as far as players on and players off if they need a guy to get a blow. Uh, I, I think mm-hmm. it, the, the, the intent was good, but the end result is embarrassing in my opinion. I, I think they could have done much better than this. Claims a couple more. The only thing that hurts a player is his money. That's all they want. That's right. And I don't blame Agreed. them. Yeah. You, know, you can – 
you can tell a guy to go stand in the corner and write on the blackboard, I will not throw foreign substance 10,000 times. And he says, okay, you're still going to pay me, right? Yep. <laughs> All right, well, here we go. Do you have enough chalk? So, I mean, it's one of those things where it's kind of a wink, wink, nudge, nudge, and you're trying to say, yeah, we just showed them that we mean business. It's, it's, it's unfortunate, to say the least. Flames, a couple more things. Number one, do you think that Tyler O'Neill should be in the Home Run Derby in Denver? No, I don't want to see him get hurt. And, and I don't want O'Neill having an oblique because he, he tried to crush a ball. Uh, and I'm being selfish here because we, we've seen him get hurt a couple of times this year. And how many guys have we seen participate in that thing, Randy, just fizzle out the second portion oh, of the season? Scott Rowland? I want Tyler O'Neill. Yeah, I want Tyler O'Neill on a couch somewhere <laughs> or in the weight room or whatever he likes to do in his spare time. I don't want him anywhere near a home run derby. I'd love to see him in the All-Star game, but I don't, I don't, he doesn't need to prove anything to me on how far he can hit a baseball. And then uh, Alcantara goes for the Marlins tomorrow. And the Cardinals loved Sandy Alcantara when he was here. He had to give up something for Ozuna. Ozuna hit three twenty four with 37 homers, 124 RBIs the year before the Cardinals acquired him, and they had to give something up. But Alcantara has become a guy who, for a good team, is maybe one of the top half-dozen starters in the National League. He is. And, and you know what? We, we knew him as a thrower, but we all knew he, could, he was going to eventually learn how to pitch. And now he's really starting to emerge into the player that I think we all hoped he would be when he was a Cardinal. And I think the Miami, they got a steal out of the deal. I mean, you know, obviously Ozuna's numbers at the time certainly warranted uh, asking for Alcantara. But, man, he, he's fun to watch. Uh, and he's more than just a guy who throws 95-plus. He, he's worked on some of his control. And uh, we'll have our hands full on Wednesday when he's on the mound for sure. Wayno told us last week that Alcantara's changeup is his favorite pitch in baseball. Well, he's got a good one. And, and, you know, one of the things about the changeup, if you can control your fastball and just show the fastball for a strike uh, and, and locate it well, that, that changeup is even more lethal because hitters can only cover so many portions of the plate as far as what to look for and what to do with it. And when you've got something like what he has, and, and he's got a really nice slider to go along with it, He's a handful, and he can be around for a long time. Well, he'll be around until he starts to pay, cost him too much, and then Miami will move him like they do everybody else. Yes, they Maybe will. they'll give him back to us. Yeah, that would be a nice little uh, bonus for Cardinal fans, absolutely. Claves, always great to hear your voice. Uh, what's going on with ClavesOnline.com this week? Well, we've got a visit with John Jay, one of my favorite Cardinals, Olympian John Jay, who is uh, – uh, tried out for the Olympic team, made the team, they qualified. Uh, so it, it's a unique story on how he found himself in the Olympics. So we're going to talk about that, talk about his great experience with the Cardinals and how they really developed him into the player and the professional that he is, and uh, also what's next for him. So uh, I had a lot of fun talking with him about that, so I encourage everybody to go to the site. It'll be up, I believe, tomorrow, and uh, you can take a listen to John Jay. He's a father now, and you know, it's great to be a world champion, but to have perhaps an Olympic gold medal to go along with a World Series ring, uh, that, that's a pretty good accomplishment for a baseball career. Pretty awesome. And great hearing you on the broadcast. It was fun to hear you doing the play-by-play last night. We'll talk to you soon. Have a great day, and appreciate the time as always. Kids, have a great week. Stay cool and just have fun. And uh, happy Flag Day to everybody, <laughs> and let's enjoy the rest of the season. You bet. See you, Mike. Take care. That is... Uh, 
Mike Claiborne, our friend, great guy, and you'll hear him on the Cardinal broadcast tonight on the Mighty Mucks. Hi, this is Chris Howard, host of Plugged In with Chris Howard. The College Football Playoff Committee made their decision on Sunday, and as much as I loathe the idea of Ohio State losing their way into the college football playoff, I 100% agree with OSU making it in over Bama. Nick Saban citing some hypothetical point spreads to prove his point that the tie deserve a spot in the college football playoffs holds little substance when you consider Bama's best win is over Texas. No, the committee got it right. TCU had a great season with far more ranked wins than Bama and didn't deserve to lose their spot after playing a surging Kansas State in a championship game. And Ohio State, while not playing some of their best ball later in the season, was still 12-0 until they came face-to-face with my Wolverines. While the college football playoff system isn't nowhere near as good as it could be, it's better than what we had. And in a few years, it will be better for all of college football. Hi, this is Chris Howard, host of Plugged In with Chris Howard. Get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there. From football to basketball to soccer and esports, we've got it all at BetOnline.net. And if you love sports podcasts, you can find those at BetOnline as well. And don't forget, BetOnline for the NHL, MMA, boxing, and golf. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. BetOnline, where the game starts. Want more ways to show your good side to the world? Donate plasma at a Griffles Center and join thousands of donors who are helping to save lives. Receive up to $1,000 your first month. Learn more at grifflesplasma.com.